Welcome to the Mommy Oyoyo podcast, a safe space for honest, transparent, authentic, and real-life gist about being a mother, African style. I am your hostess with the mostess, Barry Dakara, and I'm here to share the unique experiences of being an African mother. Thank you for tuning in. Oya, drop the kids, get comfy, and make we start! Hi everybody and welcome to the 21st episode of the Mommy Oyoyo podcast. As usual, I'm your hostess, Miss Berry Dakara, and today I have a very, very special co-hostess. What's your name? I'm Chloe. Chloe? No, Chloe Sister. Your name's Chloe Sister? Uh-huh. How do you spell your name? C-O-C-O, Coco? Uh-huh. How old are you? Um, two. You're two? Uh-huh. And who's your best friend? Um, Am I a best friend? No. I'm not your best friend? <laughs> oh, no. Well, um, Chloe is here with me today to help me usher in today's episode. In today's episode, I speak to Remy Maconjola, who is the CEO and founder of Grace to Parent. Grace to Parent is a positive parenting platform. And our conversation today um, centered around no shouts, like no shouting. Um, Remy is of the um, belief that shouting at your children is a weapon, is, you know, it's a weapon, it's not a tool. And she speaks to us about how she came to that point and what strategies she uses to, um, I guess, minimize shouting at children. And I think you're going to enjoy this episode um, with me. Coco, do you like shouting? You like shouting? No. No, you don't like it when mommy shouts, right? No. When somebody shouts at you, what do you say? I just said, I said, I said, I and somebody was biting your arm mm-hmm. that has absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about <laughs> I'll say thank you everyone mm-hmm. say thank you everyone mm-hmm. say I love you mm-hmm. say make sure you listen to mommy oh yo yo say mommy oh yo yo <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening. Hi, Remy. Hi, Barry. How are ya? Well, thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the Mommy Oyo podcast today. I'm so excited. Are you excited? Yay! See, that's the excitement of a very tired mom, and I. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretending I don't have three kids. You know, I was thinking about that earlier today. Like you're you have three children and a lot of times I sit down and I think about my one child and I'm so exhausted all the time. I don't know how anybody with more than two children manages. How do you manage? I used to I used to be like that. I used to think like how in the world am I going to survive with like one more child and then I had the one more and then I had one more after that. And let me tell you, three kids is so different from going from one to two. Going from two to three is like going from 
one to one thousand. Just to let you know. <laughs> but it's good. It's good. It's it's a good one thousand, but it's it is intense. Well, you're doing a good job, so kudos to you. Um, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself, like introduce yourself and introduce the Grace to Parents brand to the mommy audio audience would like to know about you and about your brand? All right. My name is Remy Makonjola and I'm the founder of Grace to Parents. It's a positive parenting company that helps parents parent with joy cultivate deep connection with your children and lead your children to Christ. Awesome. How, how long have you, like when did you start the company? I've been, let's see, we started Grace Appearance four years ago. This is year four, basically. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what was the inspiration behind it? So I needed an outlet to express all the things I was learning about parenting. And it just naturally spun off of my own personal page because I was now talking about parenting all the time. And I just felt this needs its own like, space. Mm-hmm. So I'm understanding now. At first I thought, well, you know, as I had my kids, I knew I wanted to kind of, you know, do things a little differently. I wanted to stay home. I wanted to be more intentional. I wanted to be more present, but I didn't really understand what was fueling that passion in me. But lately I've realized that it's really the, I'm, I'm really particular about having deep connections with my children. So that is what motivates me. And I just, I believe that parents, you know, Parents just need, parents should, shouldn't just think about now, right? Mm. It may not, it may not seem like it's necessary to be a child's friend now, but think about a few years from now, like think about you and your mom, you know, if you don't build those bridges now, you're not going to have that relationship when you're older. Right. And so to me, that's like a real big driving force, like everything you do should stem from a place of love, this place of the goal, like helping you realize the goal of forming those, you know, deep connections. Because honestly, everything else stems out of the connection you have with your child. To get your child to listen, to get your child to do what they're supposed to do, to get your child to be responsible. It stems from connection because children don't care how much you know until they know how much you care Mm. so everything stems from connection so that's kind of how you know grace the parent started and that's where we are now okay and you guys are doing well i'm saying you guys but it's really you but you're doing so well my team Um, my team and i oh you have the team look at you well well well. so i have you know people that help me with different things but yeah it's me I want to be like you when I grow up. Mommy, oh, yo, yo, please look at Remy. We are trying to be like her when we grow up. We need a team. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, you guys are doing really well. Um, if you guys don't know, Grace to Parent, um, they have a really um, widespread following, um, not just on social media, but in diff around different countries. Um, Remy has been invited to speak at, you know, different places here and there. And um, she currently is um, sending out weekly devotionals for families that um, I've been getting as well. And um, if you guys are interested, definitely check out um, the Grace to Parent website and follow Grace to Parent on Instagram or social media. It's Grace to Parent, literally just spelled Grace to Parent um, on social media and um, find out more about the brand and how you two can learn how to parent positively and um, introduce your children to Jesus Christ and also get some grace in your own parenting um, abilities. Um, so the reason why um, I'm speaking with Remy today is for a specific, really specific um, topic um, not 100% to do with discipline, but kind of falls under discipline. I guess discipline and communication with children. Um, Remy um, recently posted about, you know, not shouting at your child. Um, let me get that quote. It's right here on Instagram where she says, shouting is not a discipline tool. It's a weapon. Remy, could you please tell us more a little bit about that quote? Yes, so shouting is not a discipline tool. It's not. It's a weapon. <laughs> and you know, I when I when it came to me and I put that quote together, I went on Google. You know, you check on Google first. And I typed weapon versus tool. And it says a tool is a helpful device that is intended to make a task easier while a weapon is an instrument of attack or defense in combat or hunting. So shouting is, is a weapon, you know, because it's, it's an object of attack. It's an instrument of attack. Meanwhile, it's not helpful. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't, it silences your message. So you're trying to get your child to listen and then you're shouting you're doing the complete opposite of what you're actually trying to you're, you're doing the you're you're doing what will give you the opposite results that you're trying to get because shouting silence is your message mm. okay so i take that to mean like um like when you have a message that you're trying to pass across to someone right um if you and it's not just you know your children also a human uh, a regular adult like you um the way you are um delivering that message if you're coming at it like aggressively you know loud voice shouting then basically what you're saying is that the message itself gets lost because exactly. You know, you're coming, you're shouting, all we're hearing, all, all the listener is hearing is this loud attacking voice. And so they, they, they tune you out. Hmm. So how do you, um, 
how do you, I guess, approach your children when you are frustrated or upset with them? Because the truth of the matter is, I think us coming, you know, we're Nigerians. I, I don't know if you'd say um, black thing or African thing or Nigerian thing specifically. Um, our parents shouted at us. That was just normal, even up until now. If they're angry, it's, you know, shouting. So um, I think it's something that we have learned um, while growing up. And then we've in turn, we in turn do that, right? Um, how, what was it like with you growing up? And how have you approached your children in instances and situations where you're so frustrated and you know you really just want to like scream the house down but you know you know it's not the best for them like how what's the backstory with your childhood and with your parenting okay so let's just be clear i sometimes shout the house down let's, let's just put it out there you know so you know don't feel like oh this lady has it all together she doesn't scream you know she's, she's here to tell me how listen i'm telling you how not to scream but i'm telling myself too so i come from a long line of shelters my grandmother was a shelter my brother was a shelter and i'm naturally a shelter but when i hear my children tell me it's important to listen to your children because they're telling you, they're telling you what, what is working for them and what is not. When I hear, for example, my older son tell me, I don't like you when you shout at me. Not only is he saying it with his words, I can see it in his actions. I can see how his, his facial expression, I can see that it's actually more damaging. I can see that it's breaking him down inside. You know, so, or when you, when I'm trying to, if I'm trying to teach my children that to recognize, to not accept rudeness as normal, and then I'm constantly shouting at them, I'm telling them one thing, but then I'm doing the, the other thing. And so it's ineffective, you know, it's counterintuitive. So for me, I was, you know, I, I realized that with, you know, being a Nigerian, our, our languages, I'm not, I haven't really heard a Nigerian language that is so sweet and melodious that, you know, sounds like you're singing. You know how American phone is like singing. Ah, joke, our Igbo language is like that, please. The Igbo, no. that's so sexy. No, no. <laughs> Nigerian languages are harsh. No. So what, what I do, what I do intentionally, especially because I also speak to my children in Yoruba, is I change the tone of my voice. So it takes to take the lead off a little bit, you know, and I find that when I really want them to listen and I lower my voice, they tune in, you know, they tune in, they tune in. It, 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 when, I, when, I, when I scream, I find that I have to scream again and again. And again, because they didn't hear me. Mm. But then when I lower my voice, they tune in. And there's a shorter distance between 
my speaking to them in a, in a calm, controlled voice and stopping the behavior that I'm trying to stop. Interesting. You know, I get, um, well, I, when, when I was pregnant, I signed up for, um, I think I, one app about, you know, pregnancy and childbirth and all of that. And up until now, I still get um, emails from them, you know, uh, talking about my child's development. So Coco is two years old. And I remember, I distinctly remember reading one email where it talked about kind of the same topic exactly. And the advice was, you know, if like your child is having a meltdown, where they are like screaming and everything, um, the advice was that you shouldn't join them and shout them like, oh, be quiet, oh, you know, that you should speak to them in a really soft tone where they are forced to stop because they can see your mouth moving, but if they are shouting, they can't hear you, what you're saying. So they are forced to like calm down and stop to hear what it is that you're saying. So you speaking to them softly, speaking to them in a um, quieter tone, quietens them down, calms them down to, you know, hear what you're saying. And it's something that I've been trying to do with Coco. I don't get it all the time. I mean, hey, I am human. <laughs> But it's something that I try to do. Like, I find myself consciously, like, if I see her, you know, throwing a tantrum or throwing a fit because um, I turned off YouTube, you know, she's jumping up and down. I find myself like, hey, 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 what is it? Come and talk. Sometimes there, I actually will just be moving my mouth, my moving my lips, and I'm not saying anything. But I want her to see, like, wait, mommy's saying something. If I'm shouting, then I won't hear what she's saying. So, like, that calms her down a lot of times. And I'm kind of now what I'm trying to do is trying to um, tell her or teach her that you know shouting is not going to solve your situation right now. If you're sad, just tell me you're sad. And we'll try and figure it out. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. It does. It does. It does. So shouting at, so I'll start from like a baby, right? Shouting at a child that doesn't have the cognitive ability to understand what you're saying or respond to what you're saying, first of all, is like, is 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 the you know is so for lack of a better word it's like the most unsmart thing to do you know just let's keep it pg and gentle and kind but it doesn't make any sense right i mean you're speaking to someone that does not understand and i understand i get it you know parenting could be frustrating motherhood can be challenging it's not easy but if you train yourself to to at least be on that path right you don't you don't have to get it all the time like you said you know and i said i don't get it right all the time but at least you make a conscious effort to make this your goal to make your lifestyle so that when you air 
those are like outliers it's like you know it's not your default right and then so when your child gets to an age where they can understand what you're saying for example chloe not shouting at her doesn't mean that your voice has to be so gentle that it it doesn't even seem like anything right it's happening but it could be it could be firm and it could be low right and you can tell her that chloe when you're shouting and you're doing all these things, I can't hear you. I don't know what you want. It may take a while. It wouldn't be immediate. But then she will start to understand, you know what, if I actually want this thing, then I have to, like, do, you know, it's a different strategy. Mm-hmm. You know, with Samantha, she's, she's, she's getting to that place now where she understands that if you, you are crying, you're doing a tantrum, I can't, I actually can't help you. Like, I really want to help you. And I tell her, I, I really want to help you, but I can't. I, like, I honestly don't even know what you want. Right. So calm down. Gather yourself. You can tell me what you want. One thing that I also did, and I still do, is I never say don't cry. Well, I shouldn't say never, but I try not to say don't cry. I let her know, you can have your time. If you want to cry, that's okay. And, you know, the, the thing about it is, we get we get frustrated it's not really because we're not upset because the child is having a hard time that oh you know we're feeling so bad that's you know that's not where the anger comes from the anger is comes from like dude you're bothering me <laughs> you know, like <laughs> just be honest yeah you know yeah but if you if you if you take it take that away and actually come from a place of empathy so if your child is to cry you're not going to rush them off from crying you give them their space to cry. No problem. You know what? You want to cry. That's fine. Here is a place where you can cry. You know, when you're ready, come to me. I will be happy to answer your question. I'll be happy to consider what you're saying. I'll be happy to listen to what you want. So shouting, it, it, it doesn't help. It doesn't help you because you're stressed. And then at the end of the day, you're exhausted. You're you're depleted, you're frustrated, you're, you're just, you're just done. Like, you know, it's like, you know, let's, tomorrow will be a better day. And then tomorrow comes again. But if you don't make a decision to, to just, to make a change, basically, mm-hmm. it'll keep, it'll just keep happening. <sighs> it can be hard. It can be hard. <laughs> sure, no doubt, for sure. Yeah, it can be hard, but at least um, it's a learning process, right? And like you said, you're not going to get it immediately. It's not going to be an overnight change, but little by little, and this is what I've been saying to myself and to other people too, is every little bit counts, right? So just keep, you know, doing what you're doing little by little one day you'll see that you've made quite um quite a bit of change um i'm kind of just going through your instagram and picking out some of the quotes that um speak to this topic um i see one here where it says be the calm you want to see in your child which you know it makes sense it makes sense because our children are learning from us, right? 
Yeah, they're learning from us. And then I see this other one here says a gentle, this one's from Proverbs 15, 21, where it says a gentle answer turns away wrath. Absolutely. So let me speak on the first one you just talked about that says be the calm. So here's what, here's how I, here's how I think about it. And I love to use analogies so that people can, you can have a, a clear picture in your head, right? Mm-hmm. Be the calm. It's, it's not, it's, it goes beyond being a model, you know, a positive model and an example and all, all those things are good. But think about this for, let's say, give or take from the day your child was born till the day they technically become an adult, right? Is 18, at least by the law in most countries, is 18, 18 years old. So it means that you have them for 18 years. So for 18 years, you so disrespect. Because that's what shouting is. It's disrespectful. Absolutely disrespectful. Whether we like it or not, it is, right? You are sowing consistently sowing disrespect into your child for 18 years. And then you expect to reap a respectful adult. Think about that for a second. You expect to reap a respectful adult. They may, and a respectful adult doesn't mean a child that respects you alone, but it's a child that respects everybody else. Authority, respects their friends, respects people that, that work with them, for them, people that are you know, maybe when the child becomes like a business owner, they're employee, employees, mm-hmm. you know, you've, you've consistently sowed disrespect, but then you now expect to reap a respectful adult. It just is, you know, can you see what, like, it, it doesn't really make logical sense. Right. And then a gentle answer, there's... <laughs> Turned away, Roth. Oh, I love this one because I actually just spoke about this at an event recently. And basically, I was making a case for how you know how they say, no, the children don't come with a manual. Mm. And I was trying to make a case for the Bible is a good manual for, for, for parenting because the one who authored the Bible created the children but the problem is we hardly read the bible with parenting in view in mind you know so when you think about a gentle as a stereotype both i know that before i became a parent it didn't even occur to me that that's what the bible could, i mean that it could even be like we can even use it like we can apply it to to parenting you know, when you think about it, just has to be rough. Maybe you think, oh, when I'm, if I'm in a fight with my friend or my peer or maybe my spouse or, you know, a co-worker, you don't think about the child because in your mind, your child is like, you're, you're, you're over the child, right? You're, you're, your child is like less than, right? Your child is, you know, you're the adult, you're the child, so they must listen and all of this kind of things but the bible says a gentle answer stares away wrath there's no clause there that says except for your children mm. it's simple and if you think about it you know somebody may say oh you know before you like dismiss it and say well, i'm not a christian so it doesn't apply to me it makes logical sense if somebody came to you and was screaming your head off and blah 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 they were so angry and you didn't 
participate. You chose not to participate. And whatever they said, you just said, okay, I understand, I've heard. No problem. No problem. They're not going to keep shouting because they're going to feel like a mad person. Right? Yeah. So a gentle answer does turn away anger. Period. And so I like to encourage people to read the Bible with parenting in view. Don't exclude your parents from the, the good, you know, nuggets. And, you know, in the Bible, don't, don't exclude your parenting. God can help you in everything. He can help you in your marriage. He can help you in your, you know, at work. He can help you at school. But he can also help you in your parenting. Like, there's no clause in the Bible that says, except for parenting. Mm. That's true. That, no, that's really, really true. That's true. Um, there's another uh, quote here. Not quite bi- biblical, but some children take Daniel Tiger as their Bible. <laughs> <laughs> some adults, Daniel Tiger, listen, Daniel Tiger will be dropping some gems. You know, I don't watch Daniel Tiger. What we watch in our house is Peppa Pig. And Pe- Peppa Pig. Peppa. No, that, that, that Peppa Pig is a little, she's kind of saucy. She's very um, But this quote here from Daniel Tiger um, says, when you feel so mad and you want to roar, take a deep breath and count to four. Do you think that that helps? It does. Know? It I does. absolutely think it helps. I think it helps the adults and I also think it helps the child because with everything in life, if you, before you respond, just pause it takes away the initial steam. And for my kids, I actually, I use this. I use this when Josiah was little. I use this with Noah and I started, you know, I use it with Samantha right now because she's at the age where, you know, she can connect with that Daniel Tiger. And I sing it to her. It's a, it's a song. It's a dance. It goes, when you feel so mad and you want to roar, take a deep breath and count to four. One, two three, four. And so we do that. And then we count one, two, three, four, and and ask her, do you feel better? And then she shakes her head. She's like, no. And I'm like, okay, let's try it again. When you feel so mad. Yeah. And we go, you know, on like the second or third try, she'll be like, do you feel better? She'll be like, yes. (laughs) I don't know if she feels better, but she's probably just like, you know what? I don't want to hear the song again. Let me just feel better and just move on with my life because this one is going to keep singing. You know, but it takes away the steam. It is really but the second time or the third time we go through that, you know, it's really a calming, a calming um, exercise. That's all, that's all it is really, which mm. is valuable to, to, to everyone. You know, this is what people pay good money for in yoga. This is what the whole mindfulness, um, you know, craze is about. Mm. You know, people pay good money to learn like how to calm and how to like be more present and be more in control of your emotions and all of this. And really is, I mean, at the end of the day is, is building your emotional intelligence. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, and then the one, another one that I saw, which just makes me laugh. It says, um, less shouting, more kisses. And I, I, I just like mentally pictured, you know, Chloe doing something, I don't know, crazy. And instead of shouting, I give her a kiss. She'll just be like, what's up? 
usually like again my mommy like this is not the reaction I'm like, what's going on where's my mother and what have you done with her <laughs> again it's all about taking off the steam you know mm-hmm. it's all about calming whatever you can do to calm down first because when you when you act before you calm it's irrational but if you if you calm before you act then you can respond from a rational place, right? Because it takes your your mouth actually moves. If you if you in, in brain science, your mouth moves quicker than your brain can pass information. So if you talk quick, your brain hasn't sent the information yet, like the right information. So you've jumped the gun. But if you calm and, you know, the less shouting, less shouting, more kisses was a term that I coined two years ago when I, I did a no shout challenge on Instagram, it went viral. It was really, it was, you know, in three days, like 500 people had um, joined the challenge. It was really, it was really, really fun. And the idea was when your child does something that makes you really mad, our calming exercise for that challenge was to kiss them so you kiss them first it takes off the steam and then you can talk and people said oh will this work for a teenager i was like oh you bet it will let me tell you how it works for a teenager when a teenager sees you come with your mouth to kiss them like the next time like the next time they would they would think twice before doing what they want to do because they'll just be like i don't want that kiss you know or you know for a younger child it's let's them know that i love you no matter what but i don't love this thing you just did it's it's still the same thing it's just about coming down a matter of fact i i i read a book where the lady was talking about so you can it it doesn't have to be kisses it doesn't have to be singing a daniel tiger song you decide what you want to use but please find something Mm. have a calming exercise there was a lady that said she always keeps a a small um container of hand lotion in her in her pocket so that anytime her child did something that she was obsessed about, she just puts her hand inside, she brings out the, the lotion, she puts it on her hand and she rubs it nice and slow until it absorbs before she talks. Oh, wow. Yes. That is somebody that's intentional. You know, she's found what works for her. And, you know, in the time, let's say it takes her like five or six seconds to rub that lotion. She's doing it consciously because she wants to be calm when she talks. Hmm. she wants her brain to catch up with her mouth so that she can say the right things not just shout and not have any because really if you think about it the goal of effective communication is for the other person to understand what you're saying right so if you silenced your words already by shouting then you haven't communicated This gives me this gives me some stuff to think about. Give me some stuff to think about. Thank you. My pleasure. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, 
Thank you very much. Um, I think this has been a really interesting uh, conversation. I guess to, to close it out, let's say a mom called you today and they said, listen, Remy, I'm having such a hard time with my child or children. Um, I feel like I'm angry all the time. Um, mentally exhausted i'm drained you know i just can't deal and the easiest thing for me to do is just shouts what and but i want to learn how to you know i want to take away the shouting from 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 my behavior i want to um i guess diffuse the situation and calm myself down while speaking to my children, of course, still speaking to them sternly, letting them know, you know, that I'm unhappy with what they've done. But what um, advice would you give to me? What practical um, tips or steps would you recommend for, you know, that mom who's just frustrated? So I would tell her to, first of all, give herself some grace. Don't be so hard on yourself. And then I'll tell her, I'll ask her, what self-care practices do you already, do you have in place? Because the thing is, a lot of our frustration with our children is not really about trying to change the child's behavior for the child. I mean, it is somewhat, but really is about us. You know, we're frustrated, we're angry, we're exasperated, you know, we've had a long day. There are things that trigger you to act in certain ways, you know, or maybe you're in public, so there are people watching, so you're embarrassed. There's always something, mm. you know, and self-care, honestly, people underestimate the value of self-care. Just small things that you can do that, that fills up your own tank before you even, like, show up for your children what are you doing for your own self you know do you have time regular time and you know consistency is everything regular time where you're taking time out for yourself i know moms you know we, we we're always busy there's just no time we're always with our kids and all of that but you have to find time to some self-care for yourself before we even start going into strategies for not shouting and all those things you have to do self-care. So for me, one of the things that I love to do, and my husband doesn't understand it, but I think he's just not accepted it. But my kids, they know. When we come, when, if I drive them home from somewhere, I give them the key, they go inside, I take 10 minutes in the car. I always do. Because I just need time to kind of just decompress, right? Refuel myself before I come inside. You know, it helps because sometimes I come inside and I meet chaos. <laughs> you know, but self-care. So self-care is so important. And deciding, deciding, deciding that you you no longer want this lifestyle. Understanding, find a platform or a community to that you can plug into that whose values align with the kind of parent that you're trying to be, right? And decide, decide that this is, you know, you, you, 
decide that you don't want to keep going this way and you want to go a different way. And so do the work. It takes a lot of work, but you can do the work to unlearn and then relearn the right, you know, effective parenting strategies. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much, Remy. Thank you for that advice for that, Mom. It's not me. It's not me because obviously I'm like, you know, Suzanne. Yeah, right. <laughs> but thank you so much, Remy, for being my guest today. Everyone, please check out Remy. Remy, please let everyone know where we can find you online. All right. So you can find Grace to Parents at at Grace to Parent on Instagram, Facebook, and at gracetoparent.com. And you can subscribe to my mailing list. I actually have a workshop or webinar coming up pretty soon, a free webinar that teaches you the, goes into the root of why, you know, why you're, why you're shouting why your child is not listening and gives you the steps, you know, the steps you were talking about to actually combat shouting and to unlearn shouting. And I give you new strategies that you can immediately implement that would definitely make your parenting and your life just a lot less stressful. Okay. Thank you so much. We'll be um, glad to check, um, to check those out. And I know that you plan to have um, courses, parenting courses eventually on the platform. So everyone, please check out Remy on Instagram. She's giving you um, the handle for Grace to Parent. Check out the website. There are a lot of um, different resources and um, events as well. You've You've held events, not just in Atlanta, but also in Nigeria. So check those out. See if there are any upcoming events um, um, out there. And if you're in the Atlanta area, you run a company or you're in a company. I know that Remy has done some corporate um, engagements where she will speak to, you know, if there's a women's group or a parents group or whatever. I know that Remy has um, given some um, pet talks <laughs> to parents out there. So if you are in that space, um definitely look her up again thank you Remy so much for being on the podcast with me and I look forward to working with you again I know I'm going to have you on the podcast again eventually at some point so this was a great conversation thank you so much thank you Barry I hope you have a wonderful night and give hugs to everybody on your side and FYI everybody Remy is my sister-in-law so she doesn't have a choice she's going to do <laughs> Yes. 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 <laughs> Thank you, Barry. You're welcome. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mommy Oyoyo podcast. Out of everything you could be doing, you chose to spend the time with me, and I am truly grateful. Please follow us on social media at Mommy Oyoyo, which is M O M M Y O Y O Y O. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Feel free to send us feedback and suggestions that way or via our email at mommyoyoyo at gmail.com. 
Also, subscribe to the Mommy Oyoyo podcast on your favorite podcast players. Rate and review the podcast. And finally, don't keep this goodness to yourself. Share the Mommy Oyoyo podcast with your friends, your family, your co-workers, and more. The Mommy Oyoyo podcast, sharing experiences of African motherhood. Mommy Oyoyo, Mommy Oyoyo, Mommy Oyoyo. See you next time.